Welcome to the Genuine Girl Podcast. I'm Meredith, a 22-year-old recent college graduate who's trying to navigate the post-grad world, successfully adult, and share my authentic experiences with you so that you feel less alone in your struggles while becoming more empowered to be yourself. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Genuine Girl. If you don't know me, my name is Meredith. I'm 22, just graduated college almost a month ago now, which is wild, but I recently moved from Texas to Arizona. I'm trying to figure out how to adult and start my post-grad life here, and this podcast is all about me sharing my authentic experiences as I try to figure all of that out because I know it can seem very lonely when you're going through a tough time or a transition or really anything. It can always feel like no one else is going through the same thing you are or, you know, everyone else has their life together online, so you should have yours together too. But I'm here to just remind you, you are not alone if you feel like you're not perfect or you don't have it all figured out because I'm right there with you. So I hope that you'll stick around. This episode is one that I think is going to be really good for anyone who's going through a big transition right now. I mean, like I said, I just graduated college. So that's kind of the transition I'm going through is from college student to adult who is soon to be working in the corporate world. That's a little scary. But you might be going through a different transition. Maybe you're going into college. Maybe you are just starting a new job and trying to figure all that out, whatever it may be. I hope that this episode is helpful to you because I know for me, (laughs) it is really hard to feel any sense of community sometimes going through a tough transition. You know, I kind of just left everything I knew at school and in a different city, and now I'm starting completely fresh. So, I know how it feels to just kind of feel like you're alone in this period and don't really know what you're doing. So I'm right there with you. And with that said, I just want to go ahead and get into today's topic, which is really all about building that balanced lifestyle post-grad or like I said, whatever transition you're going through and really just finding community, getting involved, There's so many different ways you can do it, so many ways that I'm trying to do it, and I certainly don't have it all figured out yet, but this is something to me that is just so, so important because I spent all four years of college and a lot of high school as well just not having any balance in my life, if I'm being honest. I've made so many podcast episodes on this topic, and yet I still struggle to find balance, if I'm being honest. I have always gone all in on work or school or anything that I feel makes me productive and anything that maybe is fun or relaxing or social, I have always tended to shy away from because for some reason I have it in my mind that those things will not make me more successful. They will not contribute to me getting any further in life and I need to stick to the things that I know are going to help me move forward, blah, blah, blah. I know that's not true, but that is how my mind tends to work. So I, knowing that about myself, I have made a very conscious effort already and just have this huge goal in mind after graduating college of just having a work-life balance. That's it. And it sounds so simple. I know it's not. And if any of you listening are already working, you might be like, haha, that's funny. Work-life balance, that doesn't exist. Get ready for the real world. You don't know what's coming. Yeah. I've heard all of that. I've heard all of the adults telling me to enjoy my last summer while I can before I start working in August because then things go downhill and that's when you're working for the rest of your life and, you know, you don't have time to do anything fun. So, of course, hearing all of that doesn't really help, but I am very committed to at least trying to cultivate a better work-life balance for myself because it's been so hard for me to do that in college. I don't know if anyone else is in the same boat, but... I, that is just huge for me. So that's like my number one goal. And I want to do another episode that's kind of, you know, talking more in depth about my goals for 
life after college. I've talked briefly about them, but I have a lot of others too. This one is just more focused on the work-life balance stuff, even though I haven't started working. So, you know, just keep that in mind as I'm talking here. I'm, I know I'll have plenty of other content coming out when I start my job, and that's going to be really interesting because I have no idea what to expect. But anyway, with that said, that's kind of the reason why I'm so passionate about this topic and wanted to do this episode. I think from what I've heard from other people and what I've observed, I'm not the only one who feels this way and wants to have a balanced lifestyle, a positive work-life balance, to feel really involved and have a sense of community in where I'm living. All of those things I think are very common amongst us young people. So I thought, what better time to start trying to have that balance now before I start my job, before my responsibilities really start piling up. I want to at least start trying to get into this healthy habit of doing things just for fun, joining things just for fun, not being afraid to relax and just do what I want to do with my life. That just sounds so crazy, doesn't it? I mean, it's not, but for me, it is just such a hard thing. So it's almost like I'm having to break these old habits of just constantly putting myself into work and school. And I really am having to almost rewire my brain to tell myself, Meredith, it's okay if you relax today. It's okay if you join this group. And, you know, even if you don't know what the purpose is or if you don't know how it's going to get you further along in life or if there's not some linear path that you can define by joining this organization or going to do this activity it's okay that's part of life and there's so much growth and learning involved in that that i would never be able to get from school or work and so that kind of stuff is really valuable too i'm trying to remind myself of that <laughs> but to do that, I'm, I'm not just, you know, telling myself that. I'm actually getting out there and trying to start getting involved in things in my area, online. I mean, with social media these days, that there's no limit to what you can do and get involved in, which is exciting, but it's also overwhelming. So how about this? I'm going to go ahead and tell you about some things that I'm getting involved in things that I want to get involved in and kind of just give you a little bit of a list uh, because I think it's so helpful even if you're not necessarily interested in the same things that I am or you know you're in a different phase of life than I am I think it's always helpful just to hear different ideas from other people I love hearing what people do for fun or in their free time or outside of work even if it's not something I would do I just find it fascinating to hear about how people use their time and specifically in non-work related ways. So maybe this list can inspire you or if you've kind of been struggling to figure out, okay, what do I do with my life? How do I make sure that I don't let my work or school consume me? Here are some ideas. Maybe, maybe you can benefit from one or two or all of them. That would be amazing, but you know, we'll see. All right, I'm going to do that. Then I'm going to talk to you about how I'm feeling as a result of getting involved in some of these things already and starting to just really get out of my comfort zone and push myself into this unfamiliar territory of balance and fun. It's kind of crazy. And, you know, then I'm probably going to finish off with a few other helpful tips that have helped me just really, uh, I guess, make my involvement a little bit easier because I don't know if I'm giving something away here, but uh, yeah, it, it hasn't been the easiest of journeys. And just keep in mind, it's only been like a month since I graduated. So this is also kind of showing what kind of person I am because for better or for worse, I'm the type of person who I just always go, go, go. I always have a goal. I always have something that I'm trying to reach. And this, I know, shouldn't be one of those things where it's like, I have to do this and I have to reach this goal because that goes against the whole point of work-life balance. <laughs> but I also am just like, okay, 
I graduated. What's next? I need to, you know, set myself up for success when I start my job. And one way to do that is by starting to get involved and seek out balance in my life before work begins. So I'm just kind of going all in and it is a lot, but, uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit of what's helped me kind of do that and foster that mindset. Okay, so there's your little outline of the episode that took me a very long time (laughs) to get through, but uh, I think I'll just go ahead and start by telling you things I'm getting involved in. Let's get get this thing rolling. I was going to do a little weekly update of how life is going and what I've been up to, but honestly... Most of the stuff I'm going to be talking to you about that I've gotten involved in can really go under my weekly update because it's stuff that I've been doing the entire past week or week and a half or so since I last put up a podcast. So you'll kind of get it interspersed throughout the episode. That was like the biggest vocab word I've said all day. I'm glad that I still have a brain cell in there. I, I, I don't know about you, but like after school let out, I just feel like I forgot everything I have ever learned in my life. So yeah, that's probably not something I should be admitting out loud to the world, but I feel like I have no brain cells left. Um, so apologies in advance. Okay, let's get started. The first thing that I am kind of getting involved in and doing to cultivate balance in my life is working out, getting a gym membership, and just making that a very big part of my daily life. I've always kind of had it as a part of my life. Throughout college, I definitely went to the gym most days and made it a part of my routine when I could. I was definitely better about it at some points, (laughs) but you know, we won't talk about that. I really just want to keep my healthy lifestyle going as I enter the quote-unquote real world. And the the difficult part for me is that I had such a great gym at my college that was just included in tuition. So it's not like I had to pay a monthly membership. I didn't even have to think about it. I just could walk over to the gym every day, swipe my ID card, I was in, and it was just the easiest thing ever. And I use that a lot. I really got my money's worth out of that one. But I quickly realized upon graduating and moving, that's not how the real world works. (laughs) You don't just have a huge, nice gym that you get access to and that's in walking distance from you. So I realized, okay, I'm going to really have to search for a place that I can work out and, you know, a place that makes me feel good. Because I quickly realized upon looking at different gyms online and in person that not all gyms are created equal. And I was really trying to make my apartment gym work. I, you know, if you listened to my last episode, I moved into a new apartment. I also have a gym available to me in my parents' neighborhood. And, you know, those nothing against them. They're fine. And I've made them work for a while, uh, especially the one in my parents' neighborhood. I always go there when I'm at their house and it's fine. The The problems for me are mostly the size of the gym and just what I'm used to at school. I got very spoiled when I was in college and had access to so much at that gym. It was huge. There was basically any kind of equipment that you could imagine. And I really started getting more into strength training and weights and all of that stuff. Probably, I think, well, six months to a year ago, I'd say I've kind of gone through all different kinds of workouts, but that's what I really started getting into more recently. And just finding all the equipment they had there, I wanted to take advantage of that because it was great. But coming here, I realized, oh, that's not something that is just at every gym. And these gyms that I've just talked about are definitely smaller. They maybe have, you know, one piece of equipment that I really like to use, whereas the gym I'm used to has 10 of those things. I mean, that might be a lot, but you know what I mean. It's a lot smaller. And it's tough to justify getting a gym membership right now for me because I have access to these two gyms, basically, that I'm not paying anything extra for, but what really 
made me reconsider was the realization that, like I just said, the gyms that I have access to, they're gyms, but they're not necessarily what I need and what makes me feel my best. And that's when I kind of realized, okay, clearly working out has a huge effect on my mental health and I really want to keep incorporating it into my life because it helps my mental health so much. Honestly, I would say I work out more so for my mental health than even my physical health sometimes. That's how big of a deal it is to me. And so because of that, you know, it might be worth it for me to get a membership to a place that's maybe bigger, that has a better atmosphere, that has more people and, you know, is more exciting in a way that I could kind of get involved in if that's going to help my mental health a little bit more than, you know, maybe one of these smaller, darker gyms that doesn't quite have as much of what I'm looking for. I don't know if that makes sense, but long story short, I decided this past week actually to get a gym membership at a pretty big gym chain uh, in Arizona. I, I have access to all of their locations, which I think is awesome because I've never really had that before where I could go to more than one of these huge gyms. I mean, they're the real deal. I am very impressed so far. They have pretty much everything I'm looking for. I mean, they're very busy, which is, I guess, sometimes a downside, but I actually really like it. I like the atmosphere. I like all of the people and the energy. It's actually very motivating for me. And sometimes it can be more motivating for me to see all of these other people rather than being in this tiny gym all alone um, in the quiet darkness. Um, that sounds really depressing, but you know what I mean. It, it helps to have that community around me, even if I'm not necessarily having conversations with everyone there. So I did get a gym membership and so far so good. Uh, I, I'm seeing how it goes. I did get a really good special where I'm going to get a month free. So, you know, it's got the perks to it and all of this different stuff that it, you know, gives me access to. But once I start working, I know my work will also have a gym, so I'm definitely going to want to check that out too, because who knows, that might be a good one as well. I don't want to, you know, knock it before I've even tried it. But for now, gym membership is really good for me. On that same note of kind of physical activity, I have been really working on starting to teach yoga classes. So if you're a longtime listener or you know me, you might remember that I received a yoga teacher certification a couple years ago during COVID. It was a really weird time because I got it completely online. It was basically virtual Zoom classes like every day for a month or so. I can't even remember how long it was. That time was such a blur. But obviously, I needed a little bit of something to do uh, outside of school during that time because I was at home and, you know, couldn't really go anywhere. So I did this yoga teacher training. It was through Core Power Yoga, which is a really big yoga chain really across the country now. Um, They've always had them wherever I have lived, and I got certified in Yoga Sculpt, which is essentially yoga with weights. So it combines yoga and strength training, and there's also a little bit of cardio mixed in. So it really is the best of everything and kind of that full body workout, very intense, um, but still with yoga at the core. I've always loved yoga, again, for the mental health benefits, but I love the strength and cardio piece too. So anyway, I loved getting certified, but the only issue was that after I got my certification, I never used it. (laughs) I, I mean, I could make all the excuses in the world. It doesn't really matter, but now that I'm graduated and I'm trying to think of ways to get involved and start kind of immersing myself into this new city that I'm in, I thought, you know what, I've really been wanting to get back into yoga for a long time. I got rid of my yoga membership at my old studio in Texas. Uh, It was like sophomore or junior year. So it was, it's been a while since I've had that membership just because the prices were going up and, you know, I, 
I could not justify that. So I got rid of that, but I've been really wanting to get back into it. And I always think about teaching. And so now I am finally starting to try getting, try to get back into that. So I am currently in the process of seeing if I can teach some classes in my parents' neighborhood. They have a gym that has fitness classes and, um, they seem to be in need of a yoga instructor right now. So I'm seeing if I can work something out with that. I feel like that would be a good starting point for me because obviously since I got my certification at Core Power, I would love to teach at Core Power, but I am a little intimidated by just walking in and auditioning for that right now because, you know, I haven't, I, I don't have a ton of practice and I haven't done it super recently, but I have the whole script. I have, I know the class and everything like that. So it's not that it's just, you know, I would rather start in a lower stakes environment and work my way up to that and hopefully see if, you know, I could one day do that as well. Uh, but I feel like starting in my parents' neighborhood with people I know, they're all like my friends there. So I feel like that would be really chill and just kind of fun to get out, do something new and um, really get back to my goal with everything I'm doing, which is just to help other people and, you know, impact people's lives in some way. I know that sounds so cheesy. <laughs> You're like, Meredith, it's a yoga class. <laughs> How much could that do? But seriously, I have always loved my yoga classes and my yoga instructors, like there have definitely been some impactful people there. So I would love to be that person for others. Anyway, that was just way too rambly, but that's, that's that. Um, wow. I'm realizing a lot of these things are kind of activity, like physical activity related because the next thing that I am getting involved in right now is this walking group. Okay. So if you are on TikTok at all, you may have seen TikToks from city girls who walk. Now, I, I just call it that generally because they have these groups in multiple cities around the US. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, city girls who walk is a group that started in New York City. I think it was a younger girl who just felt like you know, there wasn't really a great way to meet people, especially in this day and age with, you know, COVID and just trying to get involved. A lot of people are moving and a lot of people aren't really finding good ways of meeting other people their age, you know. So she started this group where every Sunday, any girl who wanted to meet other girls could meet up at a place she decided and do a walk together like two to three miles just on a Sunday morning. Super chill, super relaxed, not like an intense workout, but just a way to go get your steps in, get some sunlight, hopefully, and meet some new people. I, I just thought it was a really cool idea and I had seen it a long time ago, but then just a few weeks ago, I guess, I was on TikTok and I saw there's now a City Girls Who Walk in Phoenix, which is, you know, the major city that I'm kind of part of. And I thought, you know what? Why not go? Why not join? I found them after they did their first walk. I didn't get to go to that one. And there were like 10 people at the first walk. <laughs> the second walk that I did go to, it was like 150. So <laughs> it was very, very busy. And the third walk was about the same. Um, I'm about to go on the fourth walk tomorrow morning when I'm recording this. So it's really fun so far. I mean, it's just so cool to meet different kinds of people who live around the area. I'm meeting a variety of ages. I mean, it's a lot of younger people like in their 20s, but there's definitely people in their 30s, 40s, even older than that, um, all stages of life. And it, for me, it's just fascinating to get to know different kinds of people who live around here and we all are so different. I mean, our lifestyles are very different. We're going to be doing very different jobs and some people are still in school. Like it's, it's just cool though, to meet all these different kinds of people and kind of find community because it, especially because everyone's kind of going to these events 
wanting to meet people and trying to make friends. And it's just so hard. I mean, I know it's hard already and it's only been a month, but it's nice that there are groups like this that really try to facilitate making friends and making that process a little bit easier. So that's been fun for me. It's definitely out of my comfort zone because I've been going alone each week. I don't know anyone there, but a lot of other girls are in that same boat and, you know, you just start talking and it's nice because it's a big group and that's kind of what we're there to do. So we just talk and walk and it's a fun time. So that is something fun that I've been doing on my Sunday mornings. Something else that I am trying to get more involved in is finding a church in my area that, you know, I can actually start going to on a regular basis. I really struggled with this in college. I really wanted to get involved in a church and find a community of like-minded people, but I never really found one that completely fit for me and that felt right. And so, you know, after my first couple years of college, I have to be honest, I kind of gave up on that whole thing and just, you know, was quiet about it and didn't really get out there and explore anymore because that was a process. And there were definitely some people who were very hardcore fans of their church and, you know, trying to recruit me and, you know, nothing against any of those people. I think it's great that they're so passionate, but it was a lot. And so I just decided, okay, maybe this isn't for me right now. Um, you know, it's not that I don't want to get involved. It's just, this is a little stressful, you know, having all these people and, you know, trying to figure out if I really like a certain place. Yeah, that was a stressful time. But now that I'm out of that area and out of that school, I'm like, okay, well, now I'm in a completely different city. I think I can start trying to search again. And so that's what I'm trying to do right now. And it's it's very hard. I mean, it's I, it's about the same as it was when I was in school, just because there's so many different ones around and I'm like, I have no idea where to even start. Um, I mean, I don't have people coming up to me all the time trying to get me to go to their church anymore, but it's still like, you know, I feel like there's just so many options that it's going to take me a while and I don't want to rush it or, you know, settle for something that doesn't feel right. But I'm feeling hopeful because there's just a lot of options and a lot of them have groups you can join and things like that. And I would love to get involved in one of those as well. So yeah, I'll let you know if that happens, but that's just something I'm starting to look into. I've been, um, I went to one last weekend, going to another tomorrow when I'm recording this. So we'll see, but that is something that I have kind of been enjoying just to get myself out there a little more. Another thing on my list is volunteering. I started getting more into volunteering actually this past semester at school. I was part of a program called Reading Partners, which is basically helping elementary school kids read each week, which was really fun. I mean, and it definitely does make you feel a sense of purpose and accomplishment, just, you know, being able to help other people like that. Um, I, it really, took me back to my high school tutoring days when I had my tutoring business because I just totally forgot what it was like working with kids and just, you know, teaching people. I, it was fun and I'm not used to doing that much these days. Like in college, I didn't really do that a ton unless it was in class or something, but it was really cool to get out there and just get into a different kind of community outside of my college bubble, you know? I never really got to see other people besides people in my school, students, professors, and so seeing kids and elementary school, that was like, oh wow, there's an actual world out here, I need to do this more. So that was kind of my motivation to um, continue this whole volunteering streak even outside of college. Um, but specifically I'm right now, I'm not going to be volunteering with kids again. I'm actually, (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing, but I am about to go to an orientation in a couple weeks for a local animal shelter to volunteer there. 
And I think I am laughing because I have really been wanting to get a cat. I've been wanting to get a cat for a long time. I knew it wasn't going to happen in college because I just, I could not have dealt with that in college and it wouldn't have been fair to the cat um, to be living in those little college apartments and having to move around all the time. Like I wouldn't have wanted that for a cat, you know, and I would have wanted to be able to really take good care of it and just make it a huge priority in my life, which uh, I don't know if I could have done that as a college student. But anyway, I really want to get a cat now that I am out of college living in my own apartment. I think a cat would really like it in here, but that's just me. Um, I always am thinking about what a cat might like. And, you know, literally I designed this apartment thinking about what a cat would prefer rather than what I would prefer <laughs> with some of the things. But you know what? That's what you got to do sometimes. If you want to be a good pet owner, you got to think about the pets uh, as well as yourself. But I, I found this uh, animal shelter because it's where my parents adopted their cat, who I love and adore very much. And I have a picture of her in my apartment that I look at every day. And it's a great organization. I really liked it when I went and helped them pick out the cat and everything like that. And I heard that they had volunteering opportunities, so I was like, you know what? That would be really fun, and that would be a great way to get involved, a great way to meet different people, and a great way to work with animals, which I love. So I'm going to go try that, but I'm scared because I want a cat, and they have a lot of cats. And Well, obviously, Meredith, they're an animal shelter. Okay. See, I'm telling you, brain cells, non-existent. You, you get what I'm trying to say, though. Volunteering at an animal shelter is like the recipe to getting a cat or a dog or any kind of animal. Like, I'm going to want to come home with all of the animals. So wish me luck on that one. That's going to be a journey. And I don't know if I'm going to make it out of there without a cat. Um, but updates to come. I think that'll just be fun, though, and a good way to, again, get out of my typical bubble and experience new things and help little animals along the way. Okay. Whew, I am winded. This is cardio. Okay. Now these next things are pretty small, but they're just little things that have really helped me start to feel like an adult and like, you know, there are people out there in the world and I am an adult and I'm meeting people and blah, blah, blah. Okay, getting a library card. This has been quite the accomplishment for me. Um, my mom really pushed me to do this, and I'm glad she did because I really feel like a true adult now that I have a library card. And a library card just opens up so many doors. I love reading, and I really want to keep reading for fun. I kind of have a habit where I try to read a fun book every night before bed. Not not a whole book. Don't don't get me mistaken there, um, but like a chapter or something. I always try to read before bed rather than being on my phone or something like that. Very helpful. And having access to a library to get free books is so much better than having to buy books. Uh, yeah, I don't have that kind of money right now. So I am just living for the library. They also give you access to so many other things. I mean, you can get the physical books, you can get the ebooks, the audiobooks. They also have free museum passes or like hiking things. I don't know. They have events, they have activities at the library. I'm like, this is literally a whole club, like the library club. I love it. And I'm just having a great time, even though I really haven't used it too much yet. I'm enjoying the experience of just being a library card holder because it's completely free and just so many benefits. So 10 out of 10 would recommend finding a library in your area and getting yourself a library card. It does wonders. Okay, almost the last thing. I have been kind of trying dating apps again. I know, I know, I know. Uh, there's a lot of opinions out there on dating apps, but... I don't know. I At first, I was having fun with it. I was like, oh, this is great. I am a new woman. I am out here just talking to everyone and getting out of my comfort zone, and it's fun. But I quickly realized, oof, this is tiring. And 
guys are just not the best at messaging on dating apps. I'm not trying to generalize here, but I, I definitely am. So I'm sorry if you're a guy who happens to be an incredible communicator, but it just is... It hasn't taken me long to realize, ha, huh, that's hard to find and nothing has really changed since the last time I used dating apps. But what I am thinking of doing is changing over to the friendship side on like Bumble. I know Bumble has Bumble BFF and I think that could be fun. I haven't actually tried it yet. So if anyone has any tips or thoughts about that, let me know. But I think, you know what? Maybe I should focus on the friendship stuff first because I just don't know if I'm ready for all this dating stuff if I'm getting so upset and judgmental of these guys just because they're not responding or not asking questions or not keeping a conversation going when I am trying so, so hard to do that. Anyway, I feel like it's unfair to both of us if I, you know, keep going when my heart just isn't really in it. So I tried it for a second. I might be moving on to the friendship one now. We'll see. But, you know, that's not completely off the table. I could go back to it. I, I just don't even know. I mean, this could be a whole nother episode, but the whole thought of dating right now is I don't even know what to think of it. Like, I never really was thinking about it in college because, like I said, I didn't really have a life besides school. And that's fine. Like, I own it and I accept it. But, now I'm like, okay, well, do I need to start, like, really getting back into that scene again, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm i just, there's so much in my mind. I'm like, I don't know. Should I do it? Do I want to do it? I have no idea. Can anyone relate? Because I don't know how I should be feeling about that right now, but I'm trying not to force it or pressure myself or anything like that. It's just, it's a strange time because... I spent so long just completely blocking it out of my life that now I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. What do I do now? So um, once I have more interesting thoughts on that, I'll let you know and maybe make a whole episode about it. We'll see. But I would love to know your thoughts too, so feel free to tell me any thoughts you have. All right, last thing, and this is going to be my self-plug of the episode. Woo! Um my own brand. This is something fun for me to get involved in and to use so that I can meet other people who are like-minded and who are going through similar transitions. Like, I I have this brand, Genuine Girl, not just for me, but I, I mean, at the core of it is wanting to help other people and wanting to reach you and not just reach you, but connect with you and talk to you and kind of form a community out of, you know, this brand and just people who are going through tough transitions or not even tough transitions, but just transitions in general, trying to grow up, trying to adult, trying to figure out life. And I really just want to help other people feel less alone and form a community so that we all at least have each other. The whole community part, there's a lot that I'm going to be doing to facilitate that a little bit more in the future, but I just really want to keep using this brand as a means of getting involved and not even in my local community, but just in the virtual community too, because there's so many people out there that I could reach with this. And that's the power of social media and podcasts and everything. So this podcast is definitely something I'm excited to continue to share my journey and connect with you. I also am going to be really trying to be more active on my Etsy shop. If you didn't hear my first episode back on the podcast a few weeks ago, I announced my new Etsy shop, which I'm super excited about because I am finally able to provide you with some digital, tangible resources to hopefully help you in this big quest of finding yourself, being yourself, figuring out what you want to do with your life. These are basically all of the things that either I kind of created for myself throughout college and more recently too, as I've been trying to figure out who I am and, you know, where my place is in the world, or there are things that I wish that I had and that I just wasn't provided with in school or any time that I created specifically for you because I 
know how much I would have benefited from those things. And I think, you know, so many other young people could benefit as well. So it's super simple stuff. They're all digital PDFs. You can print them out and write on them. You can send them over to your iPad or whatever else you use to take notes and write on them there, type on them, whatever you want to do. It's super doable um, with these Etsy files. I have right now a couple of different categories on Etsy. So I have a lot of self-development documents that are more centered to f- toward finding yourself and kind of who you are, what you like, what your skills are, what you kind of want to do. And then also a lot of more job-focused resources. So if you're looking for a job or even if you have a job and you just kind of want to see what else is out there or make sure that you're on the right track with your job, I have a lot of resources to kind of help with job applications, with networking, with building your brand, all sorts of things that I have used or that I wish I had to help me when I was going through the job application process um, not too long ago myself. So be sure to check that out if you want some more tangible resources to help you through this crazy time. And also, if you feel so inclined, feel free to check out my TikTok because I know I've mentioned that I want to be starting that and I have officially started it. It is the same um, username as my Instagram, which is underscore genuine girl underscore. So feel free to check me out, follow me on there, comment on my videos. I mean, I don't know, do whatever you want, but let me just tell you, it's really hard (laughs) on TikTok, on Instagram, on all the social media. It's hard to get engagement and to like get followers. I don't know. It's a whole different world. And I'm, I I know a good amount about it, but I still don't know a ton. So I'm trying to learn and it's, it's tough, but if you want to hop on there, feel free. All of that to say, I just really want to keep being involved in this brand and making it a big part of my life, specifically for the community aspect and to talk to more of you. So wink, wink, this is your sign. DM me on Instagram, comment on something. I don't, I don't know, just connect and I would love to chat. Okay, finally, I'm going to kind of get into how all of this involvement and uh, attempt at cultivating a work-life balance is going for me so far. How How is it making me feel? Um, I don't even know if I just said sentences. Do you ever start a sentence and then you're like, wait, I forgot what I just said at the beginning of that sentence. That is me. So that must mean I need to wrap this up soon. But I think talking about how I feel about all of this is equally as important as talking about what it is that I'm doing. Because I don't just want to list all of these things and have you believe like, oh, well, it's so easy for her to just go join a gym and join a walking group and start volunteering and go to church and get a library card and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, (laughs) but no, it's not as easy as I'm making it seem. Honestly, I have been so tired lately, which is you know, maybe not how I should be feeling having just graduated college and being in this exciting new phase of my life. But I am, I think, so tired because I'm doing so much that is new to me and so much that is different and out of my comfort zone. I am definitely being more social than I was at school and I'm doing a much wider variety of things than I was at school, which has kind of taken me out of my normal daily routine which is very hard for me. I'm trying to be okay with having less of a routine right now. But that all of that, I think, is just kind of contributing to this sense of exhaustion at the end of each day and even in the middle of the days, to be honest. Some days I'm just like, oh my gosh, what am I doing to myself? This is, this is so much. But ultimately, I, I think it's good for me. Um, I, I think it's really good that I'm doing this now because... I knew it was not going to be super easy because I just, I wasn't doing all of this before and it's not something I would naturally do. I'm very introverted. I'm not the type of person to just get out there and naturally want to be involved in everything that ever existed. Um, so that's hard, but I, I think it's good. I'm doing it now because I, I'm going to have these kind of I don't know if it's growing pains or what, but I'm going to have them no matter what. 
So I think it's good that I'm doing this now before I start my job rather than waiting until I start working and realize, oh, wait a second, I should probably work on that work-life balance. I don't want that to happen. I want to have a strong foundation for myself before I start my job, not to say that I can't keep getting involved in stuff and change things around when I start working, but if I have some groups that I'm part of, some activities and hobbies that make me happy before I even start work, I think I'm going to be setting myself up for a much easier transition because I'll already have things to give me balance. It won't be like, I'm working and then trying to figure out at the end of the day what I want to do. Like, that's just a recipe for disaster. That's what I did in college and it never worked because I was so tired from working at the end of each day that I ended up doing nothing. Um, but now I might actually have commitments and things to do. Woohoo! Um, that's, that's the goal at least. And because of that, as tired as I am, I'm feeling very motivated because I'm already realizing... As tough as this time is in some ways and as tiring as it is, I am definitely feeling like the things I'm getting involved in now, the things I'm doing with my days are more exciting to me than school was. I I like learning and I liked certain parts of school, but by the end of it, I was so burnt out and the days just were not fun. I was not enjoying what I was doing and it really took a toll on me. But that could change again, of course, once I start work, but I can definitely tell a difference now in just my overall mood and just my interest in things throughout the day. Like, I just feel this, even if I'm physically tired, my mind is definitely going and I am just excited about what I'm doing and what I'm getting involved in. And I don't know exactly how it's all going to go or play out or what's going to happen with all of it and how hard it's going to be to have a balance once I start working, but I'm proud of myself for giving it a try and I'm very motivated to keep going just because I can tell it is helping me grow and it's good for me because it's getting me to do more things that actually make me happy and that is very important in life. So, you know, that's that's just what I want to keep feeling is that motivation, excitement, inspiration, all of those things. So finally, if you're in this boat of also wanting to get involved in things, start making that work-life balance for yourself outside of college, meeting new people in a new community, here's a few things that have really helped me make that jump from basically doing nothing but school to doing all sorts of things outside of, you know, working and being productive. So the first might sound obvious, but it's honestly just doing your research. I mean, I have been so shocked to see how much there is to do in my city, online. I mean, just researching things to do, it's it opens up a whole world of activities that you probably don't even know exist. There are definitely things you can brainstorm on your own and then research, but I would say if you feel stuck right now on what to do to give yourself more balance or to add more hobbies to your life or meet people, whatever it is, research stuff. You know, I sometimes I just research things to do in my city. Um, but other times, you know, if you have something in particular, like if, you, for example, you like working out and you want to find different you know, ways to get involved with working out in your community. Look up different classes, look up different gyms, look up, I don't know, different groups. Because like I said, on TikTok and Instagram, City Girls Who Walk, (laughs) they're a big group that I just found through social media. And that one just popped up, so I didn't exactly research it. But you get what I mean. You can research all sorts of different things and you'll probably find stuff that you didn't even know was out there. Second thing that I might have alluded to a little bit earlier is just talking to a wide variety of people to kind of hear what they recommend or what they are involved in and just kind of getting inspired by that. Something that really helped me was kind of talking to people I know in the area I'm living in. I'm lucky to know some people, even if they're my parents' friends, who 
are also my friends, but anyway, I know them and just talking to them about getting involved and trying to find things to do, I always get some new interesting ideas from them. They're always talking about new places to go or different things that I could do even around their neighborhood to help out. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff that they have for me, which is really nice. And obviously, when I meet people in new places, just talking to them and hearing about what they're involved in is really interesting because it often sparks a lot of ideas as well. So as hard as it is, I think just talking to people can be a huge source of inspiration and kind of open your mind to new possibilities. And finally, this is the biggest thing, is to just do it and don't overthink it and try it and ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen from doing this or trying this thing or joining this group? And usually when you really ask yourself that question seriously, you realize, oh, I guess it's not that bad. Whatever the worst thing is, it might not be as bad as you were assuming it was in your mind before you even really were able to put it into words. I am very, very bad at overthinking. I I overthink all the time. We all know this. It's what I do. But this has been a great exercise for me to just kind of stop overthinking and start doing. I mean it's still hard and I don't always want to do the things that I just listed out for you that I'm doing. I, I don't always want to, but I do it anyway. And that is the first, you know, (laughs) overcoming that first barrier that often gets in my way of overthinking it or, you know, not doing it for whatever reason. I get past that and then I always feel so good after I do it. And I have to come back to that feeling after I do it. I'm like, okay, it was worth it. Like, I need to keep doing this and getting myself out of my comfort zone to do these new things because it is so worth it and it is definitely helping me overthink less and just be more confident even if I don't know the direction that everything's going to go or if anything's going to work out or if I'm going to meet anyone, it's going to help me just grow and I think it can help you too. So (laughs) those are my very limited tips because like I said, I'm, I'm going through this as we speak and it has been approximately one month so I will have a lot more to say on this in the future but I hope this was helpful for you and even if you didn't really get any tips or ideas out of this I hope it just reminded you that you're not alone if you're going through similar stuff and it's a tough time out there for all of us people who just graduated or are going through huge transitions it's not easy but I am feeling hopeful about the future, and I hope that you are too. I'm always here to chat, always here for you. You got this. You're doing amazing. Don't forget it. And thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you on my other social media platforms. But even if not, I hope that you'll consider giving this podcast a rating slash review in whatever your preferred podcast player is. Those help me so much and it really helps me uh, reach new people as well. So thank you if you do choose to do that. And now I have officially lost every single last little cell of my brain and I can barely form complete sentences. So that's my cue to go. Thanks for listening. I will catch you next week for another episode. Until then, stay genuine and... uh, that's all. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you're really feeling kind, give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok at underscore genuine girl underscore. See you next week.